All right. Welcome to this month's episode of APS Radio. I'm Jim Bernica, and I've got Captain Reed Norwood all the way from the West Metro Fire Rescue in Colorado. And we've also got a special guest with him as well. Looks like she's kind of laying down now. <laughs> Remy. But Remy. Remy's there. There she is. So thanks for joining us on the show today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. She's like, leave me alone. I just want to lay down. Yeah. Sunday. <laughs> so not just any Sunday either. Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm wearing <laughs> my, my Bengals attire. Hoping for the Absolutely. big win. I'm, I'm kind of rooting for the Bengals too. I'm with you. Well, thank you. What, who's Remy rooting for? Uh, she doesn't really care. We'll say she's going for the Bengals too. <laughs> All right. I like her even more now. So uh, it's been 33 years since we've been there. If it doesn't work this today, 33 more years put me at 75. So I could use this today. <laughs> right. Just win. But uh, anyway, I digress. Um, again, I'm glad you made this. Uh, I talked to you a few weeks ago. Uh, you've got a therapy dog program that Remy's a part of there at the fire station. I want to kind of get into that. Um, before I, I do this, I want to kind of give a background because this, you know, Remy's not the first therapy dog that I ran across. When we had our, our mass shooting uh, in my city back in 2019, uh, the peers went around to all the different stations and crews, and we had an outside agency bringing therapy dogs. And I witnessed firsthand just how welcoming you know these dogs were and how they were able to kind of go directly to and kind of pick up on who was struggling at that point in time and it was just super powerful and i'd love to do this myself and in, in the current position i'm with now at work and so i was just trying to get more knowledge about how to actually pull this off and that's when i ended up meeting you that's right yeah so uh Let's see. Remy is what a four-year-old Irish. Is she four or three now? She just turned four in October. Okay. She's an Irish setter. Irish yeah. setter. And how did the whole therapy dog program come about for your department? So we have um, groups called special projects teams. They work on you know specific areas of importance in the organization. One of those areas was the wellness SPT, which involves kind of mental health as well as physical wellness for our firefighters. Um, one of our new firefighters, she was only online for probably about a year and a half. Um, she had a lot of history in the therapy animal world. So with equine therapy and horses and other livestock, she grew up on a farm basically whose parents, um, her parents basically ran uh, a company that kind of specialized in that. So she had kind of a knack for animal therapy and um, had studied quite a bit about using dogs as, you know, a therapy dog program. And she basically brought that idea to the wellness SBT and uh, wrote up a policy and presented it um, as something that could be added to kind of our policies and procedures at West Metro. Perfect. And so labor management, all the chiefs, everybody got involved and they said, yeah, this is, this looks like a good fit. We should give this a try. Now, you already had Remy was already your dog. Is that correct? Yeah. So she's already our family dog. We've got four dogs right now. Um, she's one of them, but she um, has never come to work with me before, but she definitely had the temperament that when this program came up, I was like, oh man, she'd be a perfect fit for it. Okay. And then how, 
did you go about getting her certified to where she could be trained and made sure that that she was of the right temperament and would be a good fit you know for the firehouse yeah, so our department uses a certifying body through the Alliance of Therapy Dogs, ATD. Uh, they're a national company. They've got dogs all over the country. Their primary focus is like hospital visits, nursing home visits, schools. Um, there's no breed restrictions. It's all about temperament and training. And that's the program we chose to go along with to help certify our dogs to kind of give it a little bit of a backbone so we weren't just bringing dogs into the firehouse without any kind of parameters around that. So we got her certified through ATD and the process is pretty, pretty simple. Uh, it involves some vet checks, you know, you got to make sure that they're all vaccinated, um, that they're healthy and able to do it. And then you go out and you meet with an observer. So somebody who's already aligned with ATD and their job is specifically to observe your dog and see how they interact with people, other dogs, kids, just in a lot of different kind of varied situations. Make sure they're the right temperament, uh, that they're not going to be aggressive or scared um, or nip at anybody. And you go through three different observation um, processes. And then after that, you're certified. And it's just an annual renewal. Um, you're supposed to do so many site visits a year to kind of keep up your uh, certification. Um, and then we also have an insurance writer on her that I've purchased through ATD uh, that helps you know, cover her while she's at work with me. Perfect. How long did that process end up taking to get her through that? You know, when we went through it, it was kind of at the height of COVID. So that slowed us down a little bit. You know, we had a hard time finding observers. Everything was closed down so we couldn't get into hospitals. So we kind of had to audible and do like our visits in like Home Depots and Pet Smarts, things that were still open. Um, so that process got got delayed a little bit, and we did it over about four months, I'd say, um, which really was more of a scheduling thing. Um, you could do it much sooner than that, but they do like to have a little time in between visits in case your dog needs to work on certain things or if they want you to train them on, you know, something specifically. Perfect. And is there a, is there a minimum age to where you can start? Yeah, so all the dogs through ATD have to be one-year-old minimum um, before they be can become a therapy dog. Uh, and like I said, there's no breed restrictions. So there's therapy dogs that are, you know, tiny little lap dogs all the way up to, you know, big dogs. Um, it's across the board. So the only real restriction is age. Okay. All right. And then, so, you know, you, you get her checked off and you finally bring her to the firehouse how did that whole transition of hey you're you're with me at home and now you're with me also at my firehouse home how did that kind of work out for her and you yeah it was definitely a learning process for both of us she um she's always like in the truck with me wherever i go anywhere she just always wants to come with so having her come with me wasn't a big deal um having her kind of learn what fire station life was all about was definitely adjustment for her um, we live on some acreage uh, outside of, you know, the Denver area. So she's got free reign and can just run all over the place. But um, now that we're at the firehouse, you know, she's obviously restricted. Um, she's not used to walking on a leash all that well or going to the bathroom on a leash. So we kind of had to train with that a little bit. Uh, and then over time, she just kind of picked it up. She realized where her areas were. Um, she got really used to the tones going off in the station. 
Um, and she'd recognize like once the tones went off, she'd kind of look up at me or somebody, you know, somebody else in the crew and see if she has to go into the office. Cause that's kind of her space to go to. If we've got food out or something like that, she knows she'll just go right into the office and we'll close her up in there while we're out. Um, so she's gotten really good at it. You know, she sleeps with me in my dorm room, uh, sleeps under the desk on her dog bed. Uh, the tones go off at night and they don't bother her at all. She doesn't even roll over anymore. So um, she's very well adjusted and loves coming to work every time I get up in the morning. Perfect. Perfect. How, how did the, the guys and the gals on the crew respond? Yeah, so we have a process where obviously you want to get it passed through the station captain for ultimate approval um, and the, all the crews there on all three shifts that we have at West Metro to make sure that, you know, nobody's like severely allergic to dogs or that there's not going to be a problem. So we had that conversation. Um, I had that conversation with all the crews. I had the benefit of being the station captain, so it was a little easier approval process. Um, but really, we started like a one-month trial process and just brought her in. Um, she got to know everybody. They got to know her. Um, I brought her over to our headquarters administration building, and she'd run around the hallways and meet everybody there. Um, and she adjusted really well, and everybody else at the station you know, they always said like, yeah, we would really love to have a dog. And then once she was there, they were like, man, this is awesome. Like, this is way better than I even thought it was. That's great. I mean, yeah. there's such a long history with dogs at the firehouse and then they went away for 50, 60 years. So kind of bringing it back, it, it's full circle, but it, it definitely belongs in this day and age. You know, as long as you yeah, don't have sure. crew members that have the allergies and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah yeah but, but remy's not the only dog that you guys have at the department there is that correct yeah that's right i think we have i want to say five dogs in the program right now where we had five and now we're at four we had one member take a leave of absence but um yeah we've got four dogs as part of the department or part of the uh, program they're all over the district um my fire department specifically we have 17 fire stations um kind of an urban mix area um so we would like to have one dog per district per day so basically on a shift which i'm on we'd like to have three dogs kind of on and available at any one time um but we just haven't reached that max yet so has has remy or any of the other dogs actually kind of been part of the like any kind of peer support call out or any kind of significant incident to where you know, you have clinicians or peer supporters there and they're just there as, as therapy dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she has, um, we haven't used her as much as I thought we would. And I think that's just because the program is still kind of relatively new and some of the chiefs just haven't like fully remembered that it's available. Um, but we have had a couple of times where I was the only dog in the program at the time and, uh, a crew had, you know, a, specifically traumatic call involving um, some kids. So brought her over to the firehouse. They weren't necessarily doing a critical incident stress debrief. We're kind of moving away from those and moving, you know, more towards peer support, chaplaincy program, just talking stuff out at the, at the firehouse table. Um, so I brought her in for that and um, just let her spend time with the crew. And I went off and sat in an office since I wasn't a part of that call and just let her kind of do her thing. And similar to what you mentioned before, what you noticed, she just goes to the people who need it, you know, and she'll just go up and sit right next to them. They'll pat on her head, you know, feed her a treat and just kind of love on her. And 
it's just that that simple interaction um, has shown to be extremely beneficial for our members. Um, trying to get some follow up, you know, some data from the visits she has had, and it's been just overwhelmingly positive. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. So if you were, um, you know, somebody like me that were was really looking into this as as is this an option? What would be some advice you would would give me or anybody else who wanted to try to bring this program or create a program really um, and bring this this type of dog, a therapy dog, into the firehouses again? Yeah, the first thing I'd recommend is is reach out kind of like you have to other departments that are already doing it and kind of learn from our mistakes and you know learn some of the tips and tricks of how we got programs into into being. Um, and then the second would obviously be to gain the support of your administration. Um, without that, you know, it's going to be hard to pass anything through. So obviously, we're very highly governed by admin procedures and SOPs. Um, so a really sound policy that kind of outlines, you know, what that therapy program might look like as a basis to kind of present to your administration um, can carry a lot of weight. So you're not just saying, hey, I want a dog in the firehouse because instantly, Fire chiefs and administrators are going to be thinking about liability, uh, you know, risk. What if a dog gets out? What if it bites somebody? So really painting the picture about what this program actually is and how it surrounds firefighter mental health and wellness and how important that is. And that um, this is an area that we just really haven't spent much time in. You know, firehouse dogs historically were just that. They were just firehouse dogs. Um, you know, you want to go all the way back to like the Dalmatians that helped kind of tend the horses. They were dogs that lived in the firehouse. These are very different, you know, it's a very different um, approach and program, you know, where they're really in it for uh, the mental health and wellness of our firefighters. They're not just hanging out at the station, you know, so really painting the benefits of the program so you can bring that to your administration. Um, we're a highly collaborative um, group as far as hold on bagel as far as one of our um, as far as our department goes we're highly collaborative with our administration and our union um, so when we come together with kind of the same vision and when the union can say we really want this for our members that carried a lot of weight too yeah so definitely the, the labor management you know being on the same page paid off yeah hugely important yeah no, that's good. I mean, I, I love the idea of having, you know, a dog at the firehouse for my current role being 40 hour, you know, wellness guy where I, I do a lot of behavioral health stuff, peer support. Like I just envision having a dog as more of a, like my, my tag team partner and all this stuff, just wherever I go, wherever yeah. station, whoever I go to talk to, I'll have that dog with me. So that's, that's the kind of program that I'm, working on getting myself but the first thing i need is a fence that's that was the order you, you mentioned you had to get approval of the, the department i need to get approval of the wife she said your significant you, other i guess it's you need one, yeah need a fence <laughs> before we can get a dog so yeah and then yeah and then talking to you it, it went from you know do i do I just get a puppy or do I get a rescue dog? And because you really, when I talked to you the first time, and I think this is important to share with everybody else, like you mentioned the temperament, you have to have the right dog with, with the right temperament. Otherwise it's, yeah. it's not going to work, you know? So when you, mm -hmm. when you get a puppy, which would be great, just kind of raising at the same time, 
if it's doesn't have the right temperament, then it's not going to work. So I, I know yeah. I'm leaning more towards finding that dog with the right temperament, the right attitude that would be conducive to doing the kind of work that, you know, I envision doing for the department. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you talk about as a, as a 40 hour week mental, you know, wellness guy that goes around doing peer support, you think about how it would help kind of break down walls, just walking into a fire station with the dog at your side, you know, cause a lot of times like, Oh, Hey guys, peer support's coming by. We all kind of bristle up a little bit, potentially. We're like, I don't really want to share anything right now, or, you know, I don't really feel like talking. And then if you walk in with a dog, it just completely obliterates all that. Cause everybody just wants to rush over and love on the dog and, you know, I mean, it just totally changes the whole feel. I, it's funny you say that because I, I have a feeling already, like when I walk into a firehouse, it's like, you know, what's up? What is he here for? Who he wants to talk to or what, what's the, you know, what, yeah. what's the deal? And to, to the point in which I, I have like excuses of why I come in. Like I have calendars in my car that I just say, Hey, I'm just <laughs> dropping off calendars guys. And it's going to be like November and I'm still going to be passing out calendars. You know, so <laughs> yeah, having a, having a dog, I think, you know, that's exactly just what I was thinking too. It doesn't really matter. I'm just bringing the dog in, just hanging out with you guys, you know? Yeah. My, uh, my son who's in high school, there's a school resource officer with our local sheriff's department, Douglas County Sheriff, and he's got a therapy dog and it's a sweet little dog. It's not, not a police canine, but like a little therapy dog. And you talk about like, you know, erasing those barriers between the cops and the kids it's unbelievable you know the kids just are talking to him all the time always coming up and hanging out with them and the same thing is happening with Remy at the firehouse you know when I'm out walking around a leash and the public's out they all just want to rush right up and see him you know I mean we're always we're always very open with the public anyways like firefighters we have that um, benefit of you know having pretty good respect in the community so people don't shy away from coming up and saying hi but just having that dog, I mean, they just rush up to you. They're, they want to pet on her. And um, it's just a really cool connection that she's kind of made with the community around the firehouse. And it's great PR too. I mean, I yeah. just, just looking at the Google machine, I mean, you've done all sorts of different stories all over the place, it seems. And it's just, yeah. we can always use that positive PR, you know, for our departments because a lot of times it's the opposite. So yeah, like and it gets us great for you. Yeah. And it gets us talking about mental health. Right. And that's always one of those things that, you know, especially in the fire service, we want to shy away from. Um, and I think we're finally getting to the point where, you know, it's not about not talking about your stuff. We're trying to get more comfortable with being able to talk about mental health and how important it is to maintain it. Just like we spend thousands of dollars a year on our physical health, you know, with the gyms in our fire stations and the uh, physical checks we get every year and all the PATs we have to run, we should be doing the same stuff for our mental health and keeping us healthy and resilient. Um, so if we're talking about a dog, it helps us talking about mental health too. So it's, it's great to use her like that. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to thank you again for taking the time out to educate me, but also educate everybody else out here. I mean, you're, you're definitely ahead of the game regarding all this stuff and it's a different aspect, but it makes really so much sense. And so I really, you know, on Super Bowl Sunday of all Sundays, you know, making the time to, uh, to connect on here and, and, and bring her on. I really do appreciate that. Yeah, it's my pleasure, man. And what you're doing is great work. So keep spreading the word and she'll always be here. If you got any questions for her. if any of the, 
<laughs> yes, I was trying to think of the Anchorman line in which he gets impressed because she eats the whole cheese wheel. But I, whatever. <laughs> Work once. Um, if uh, if the viewers out here, the listeners, had any questions, where could they contact you at to, to get some info? Yeah, um, they could certainly contact me by email. Um, contact my work email. It's R Norwood N O R W O O D at westmetrofire.org. Um, or they can look us up on the internet. It's just West Metro Fire Rescue, the one in Lakewood, Colorado. Um, and you can connect with me either through our headquarters. They can link you up with me or um, anyway. But yeah, I'd love to talk to you through email. Um, we, we're happy to share our policies that we've done and any information that we have. We're currently doing a review of our program. So once that's all done, I'd be happy to share that with anybody who's interested. So um, it's just a phenomenal program. And, you know, again, it's not the only answer, but it's a it's one other tool in our toolbox for mental health for our firefighters. And it's a really good one, you know, so happy to share all the information I can. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank it. you, Jim. Yeah. And with that, I'll let you guys go hang out and do whatever you're going to do on this lazy Sunday. And I'm going to start cooking. I got to start prepping. Yeah, I hear you, man. <laughs> Everybody, the, the joke is you had 33 years. Why, why aren't you going to Super Bowl? You had 33 years to save. <laughs> you didn't ever think you were going to get a return on that investment, though, right? No, no. <laughs> the 40, the, it cost $40 a ticket back then in 89. Now it's like $6,000 for a nosebleed yeah it's so, insane yeah so I'll, I'll be sitting from my cheap seat at home nice nice <laughs> yes so hopefully when everybody sees this we're champions and i'm gonna relish that forever so there you go man yeah but with that enough about me again thank you guys for making time and uh, i'm sure i'll talk to you later on all right jim thanks all right